Balance Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Eckes, a serial entrepreneur and social media guru that has an infatuation with all things business related. On the show, we bring together brands, creators, and thought leaders to discuss the power of influence. Each episode is jam-packed with learnings, firsthand stories, and conversations from guests that truly have their finger on the pulse. Stay tuned as we dive into the stories and explore the impact they're making by getting under the influence. is a soul fire production. Hey everybody, welcome back to Under the Influence podcast. Today's episode is all about mental rest. And I wanted to do this episode because this last week I have been hit so hard with anxiety. I've woken up with stomach aches, I've had a hard time sleeping. I get this thing where it feels like my body is just like covered in goosebumps and like raw and like, it's just not a great feeling. So one of the things that I've really been looking into is like, you know, okay, I've been doing all this work. I've been really trying to lean out my schedule, give myself rest. You know, why are there moments where my anxiety is still so bad, like so crippling? And I actually did this meditation and it led me to this topic. And one of the things that I feel like we don't talk about enough, or maybe it's not really talked about at all, is the difference between physical rest and mental rest. For me, physical rest can look like taking a nap. It can look like laying in bed and watching a movie or binging Netflix or whatever it is. But there's also that mental rest where sometimes I think we don't we don't take enough time to actually slow our minds down. So just kind of jumping into it with this episode, I really wanted to lean into this because I feel like I've talked so much about my journey. I've shared with you guys about Get Super. I've shared with you about being diagnosed with severe anxiety disorder and depression after it ran through my family and how I've really been, you know, just navigating this. So the one thing that I have learned about anxiety as well as depression, is that it is very cynical. It doesn't really just ever drop off. It's more or less something that you learn to live with and you learn to acknowledge and become aware of, even though it's really hard at times. Um, and even though, too, sometimes I feel like we beat ourselves up because of that. So for me, especially, it's one of the things I really don't like about myself, but it's also one of the things that I'm learning to really love and appreciate about myself. So with that, one of the things that I'm realizing is that a lot of my sleep problems or a lot of my forgetfulness during the day or onset anxiety is because I'm not allowing my mind to rest. And this really came to me during this awesome meditation I did. I love the Chani app. Um, can't speak highly enough of it. I usually do her meditations or I'll do some meditations from Insight Timer. But there was this self-love meditation. And it basically asked you to just take a second and to really just sit with yourself and to pull out one thing about yourself that you don't really love or that you have a really hard time accepting. And for me, (laughs) this is actually kind of funny. For me, I do this thing where I lose everything. You could put something in my hand and it will be gone 
into the black hole of the universe within 10 seconds. It's just known that that's what happens, especially in my household. Um, I have lost, I've lost AirPods. I've lost glasses. I've lost car keys, um, mail keys, anything really important. There's been some point in my life where I've lost. So (laughs) I've lost it. So that for me is like, honestly, a really insecure feeling. Like I get insecure about it because it makes me feel dumb. It makes me feel like I am maybe not taking enough time to consider or be mindful of what I'm doing with these things. Like once I receive them or once I have them and it's something that, you know, I'm embarrassed about, like that just, it makes me feel like I'm like, I'm off my game. I like, I don't know how to handle my shit. And that's like super not true, but it's one of these things that I'm insecure about. So during this meditation, one of the things was that she had asked us to sit and to identify one of these things that we didn't like about ourselves and to mirror as if we were looking at ourselves or looking at that thing directly in front of us. And so I chose that. I chose my forgetfulness. I chose my ability to lose everything that comes in contact with my hands. And it was really interesting to basically visualize this thing about me as like a human being, as like a person. And as I was walking through this meditation, I started realizing and really started humanizing this thing about me that maybe I was so forgetful and maybe I was losing so many things because I wasn't giving myself or my mind a chance to slow down and a chance to rest. And I really envisioned like this girl that was just like running all over the place and like, you know, constantly overwhelmed or constantly, like, I'm like, honestly, it came in the vision of like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen like a secret, like from those old eighties movies where it's like a secretary and she's like running around and her hair is frizzy and she has like papers falling from her. And like, she's constantly pushing up her glasses and like, she's just a mess. And that was like what I envisioned this part of myself. And I was like, holy shit, like I'm doing this to this girl. Like I am not giving this girl enough rest or like moments to breathe or like the tools for her to even get organized in the first place, which then led me during this meditation to this idea of mental rest. And again, this is all happening because I've been going through all this crazy anxiety. And obviously I try to meditate every day or at least Monday through Friday. And I say that Monday through Friday because I'm really good about my routines Monday through Friday. Weekends, I'm pretty chill and lax. But um, so I, I started thinking about, you know, okay, I'm humanizing this thing about me. And it's, you know, I'm really overstretching myself and my mind and my brain's capacity. And maybe I'm not giving myself enough rest. And I'm like, well, okay, wait a minute. Monday and Wednesday, I had these really, really bad anxiety I don't want to call it an attack because it was like an all day thing, but it was just really severe anxiety all day long. And sometimes when I get to that point, it's really hard for me to come out of it. And I have to kind of take some time off work. I have to go take a nap. I have to really decompress and like basically put the blinders on in my life and just relax. So I started thinking about, you know, what I was doing during those times of rest on Monday and Wednesday. And I realized I was scrolling. I was watching, you know, TV. I was checking my email. I was responding to slacks. I was not 
giving my mind any sort of mental rest. And even though my body physically was resting and I was physically doing a lot less than what I normally do, I was not calm. I was not resting in my brain. So I started thinking about this. And one of the things I started thinking about was, you know, our anxiety really stems from, you know, what, where is our, where is this onset bodily anxiety stemming from, right? It's stemming from our mind. This portion of our mind needs to be able to have the same amount of self-care and self-rest that we give our body or that we try to give ourselves collectively. But what that means is actually slowing down and being able to do these exercises with your mind so that you can rest and be calm and actually heal and give yourself that rejuvenation that you need. So some of the things I started doing this week as I'm thinking and processing through all of this, um, which was very enlightening, is I realized I had so many things intrusive thoughts 24 seven. And I also do this thing where I stress stream. I don't know if anyone has ever had this. It's like the worst thing ever, but you can be very stressed out and start dreaming about scenarios or things that are going on in your life. Um, and it's really not awesome. Like it kind of fucking sucks. So I, again, I'm thinking through this and I'm like, how do I get rid of whatever's in this subconscious, whatever is triggering me and not giving me the ability to really sleep and rest or being able to calm down. And I'm like, okay, like it's really coming back to all these thoughts that I have constantly. And where's our anxiety really stemming from? Okay. Anxiety stems from fear, right? Our anxiety comes from this, this ability that our mind and our body wants to protect us. It wants to save us from whatever's about to happen and protect and love us so that we will, you know, do the, we will stay in our comfort zone. We'll make sure we're protected, all these things. So a few of these practices I started doing this week, and I've honestly helped tremendously is I started thinking about, okay, if I'm going to, you know, start treating my self-care as a way of actually resting my mind, what do I, where do I go? Where do I start? The first thing I started with is I just started with my meditation. I started really being aware inside of my meditations, what my brain was doing, what my, what I was going through in my thoughts. And I've started observing these like intrusive thoughts. And a lot of them were work-related, funny enough. So I would, during these meditations, I would give myself this time to say, okay, this is a work thought. No problem. If you need to write it down in your notes right now while you're meditating, so you don't forget, totally cool. But like, we're going to get right to work as soon as you're done meditating. So there's no problem here. No fear. You're going to get to it. The second thing I started to do while I was kind of working through this is realizing how much fear was coming from these thoughts. So these intrusive thoughts were entering in my mind and meditation because of the fear that I would forget or the fear that I wouldn't get this done. Um, So the second thing that I started doing is what I call mind dumps. So essentially I can, on my walk in the morning, or if I choose to journal, I write down every single thing that I'm feeling that morning, what I'm excited about, what I'm fearful of, um, anything that went great the day before, anything I'm looking forward to this day. But it's like, it could be 27 things or it could be two things. And I write it all down. 
And the reason why I do that is because then I go back through and I look at what I've written. And not only is it somewhat of like a gratitude practice, but it also shows me where, where I'm at and what I'm thinking about for that day. And again, if we're talking about anxiety and we're talking about really breaking down our anxiety or learning to live with it or learning what's going to best help us through the day, I've learned that facing our fear or whatever's stemming that anxiety is the best way to really, really acknowledge it and really move through it. So a couple of things that were, that I had written down when I first started doing this were things that were like not a top priority, but they were really scary to me. Um, there was something, there's a lot of things like going on that I'm having to look at right now in business, like for the future. And I'm having to really build a lot of foundation for the next chapter of, you know, Ekis marketing and get super and my own personal brand and things like that. And one of these things came up and I was like, wow, I didn't even realize like that was like bothering me. And the more and more I thought about it for this whole week, I realized it's something that's been literally living in some in my subconscious that I haven't even had time to sit with or digest. That's really bugging me. And it's really terrifying me that I don't have it. You know, I haven't made a decision on this. So that was a huge eye-opening experience is number one, again, looking at, you know, your meditation and these intrusive thoughts and being able to give yourself permission to accept them, write them down, or just acknowledge them and let them go. The second was doing this mind dump of everything that you're thinking about um, or everything that's on your mind, number one, so that you can maybe not forget. And number two, so that you can process and sit with. So after I did that, the next thing that I did is I chose to sit with these things that were really giving me fear. And I sat with them. One of the things that I've been doing a lot lately, and I've actually been working with a great girlfriend of mine, she's she's been helping me a lot with just mentally sitting with things and being able to process through my fear. Um, is visualizing them and humanizing them and actually having a conversation. And that sounds a little, little woo woo, but for example, really sitting with, you know, this business decision that I have and having a conversation or writing it out of my journal of every detail of like what this entails. How do I feel about it? Why do I feel about it this way? Um, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? What's the best thing that can happen? What's the possible outcome? What's the most likely to happen? And giving my brain the time to analyze all of it and honoring that time for my brain to analyze it. Some, you, this may sound like overthinking, but honestly, I feel like when I put my thoughts to paper or when I put my thoughts out there and give my brain an ability to move through everything that I am thinking, I actually find that it leads me to an answer quicker or decision quicker. And it stops me from overthinking. Because if that brain pattern comes back up again, where I start thinking about it, it's like, hey, we already thought about this. We already found this answer. We're good. You don't got to worry about it anymore. So that was one of the things that I started doing. And I felt like that really, really helped because then that also led me to this idea of our fear and our subconscious. So I kind of wanted to touch on this because those were those three practices that I've really been implementing. And I'll probably mention them again on this podcast, because I feel like with anxiety and with your mental health, learning to do these practices is like muscle memory. The more and more you do them, the more and more you stay true to them, the more they become a skill 
and something that you are able to use or activate when you go through these really, really trying times, especially if you're, you know, in your job or in business or whatever you're doing and you feel like you, you feel that anxiety onset, you feel like, you know, the worst thing in the world is when I wake up and again, I have these, like, I get these like bodily, <laughs> bodily, I don't know why I keep using the word bodily. It sounds gross. <laughs> I get these, I, I get these like physical, I don't know, uh, side effects of anxiety. Like there will be days where my whole body is just in goosebumps and it's because my nervous system is freaking out. Um, and I'll also wake up with like stomach pains or I'll wake up and I feel like I just have this like sense of like dread. And I'm like, why I should be so happy. I should be so excited for all these things that I'm doing. And yes, is burnout a part of it? Sure. Am I like part far past burnout? Fuck yeah. Like I, I feel like I've been burned out so many times that the one thing that I found is one of my greatest assets inside of business is that I can acknowledge my burnout. I can give myself that break and rest that I need. And then I can move the fuck through it because I don't want to spend time. I don't want to spend too much time in burnout that I don't have to. Get Super is an instant wellness beverage brand created by moi. So good. You won't believe it's instant. It's for those seeking convenient energy sans the jitters. That's right. We put good old fashioned broad spectrum hemp CBD into our organic Arabica instant coffee. It's probably Arabica, but I call it Arabica because it sounds more fun. (laughs) Get super and our hemp extract contains all the naturally occurring cannabinoids and turpentines. We include about 20 milligrams of hemp per each stick pack to give you all the fun, calm energy, plus that true entourage effect. All the benefits without getting quote unquote high, as all of our products are non psychoactive. Get Super has been featured in Forbes US Today and was named top startup to watch in 2021 by Yahoo Finance. Also, you guys, Get Super has helped me with my anxiety. It helps me sleep better at night. I've mentioned to you guys my whole mental health journey. And honestly, this company was a just passion and project of love because of what I've gone through and what I've walked through with my own depression and anxiety. I hope that it will help you the same exact way it has helped me. So go ahead and get your 15% off by using the code under the influence 15 at checkout. That's right. Under the influence 15 at checkout. So kind of going back to what I was talking about, I wanted to talk about this mental rest. And I also want to talk about anxiety and where it stems from. So again, our mental rest is calming down, right? It's doing these practices. It's getting everything out of you so that you can sit with it. You can observe it. You can accept it. Anxiety stems from this idea that our body, our ego is trying to protect us. Okay. Anxiety is something that our brain is able to activate that creates this fight or flight response inside of our bodies to essentially lead us to a decision that's going to protect us. It's actually fucking amazing if you think about it. The fact that our minds are that powerful to be able to influence a decision that we're about to make 
by giving us bodily triggers is crazy. But it feels like shit. Like it doesn't feel great. So one of the things that I wanted to kind of walk through too, and this is also something that I've been personally walking through, is talking about our fear and talking about what does scare the shit out of us. So if we take our anxiety and we stop demonizing it and we actually, again, turn it back into this person, for me, it's, you know, a girl, it's myself, it's me talking to me. And we have a conversation about why, why is this fear triggering us? You know, why are we so afraid? Let's break it down. Let's have a conversation. Okay. So your anxiety stems from your body. It's basically your body wanting to protect you. It's an instinct, right? Like it's a human instinct that we all have. And this thing that happens in our mind is that, you know, it pulls up in our subconscious that eventually it starts filling over into our, into our actual body. And then it becomes that we can't get any mental rest because we're so caught up in this fear and we're either avoiding it, which is what I tend to do, which is just like, I feel all of this. I don't want to face this fear or it's not real. It's just my body being weird and having anxiety. Or we overthink it to the point of stressing ourselves out even more and not being able to make a decision because we're so frozen in our overthinking. So instead of going both of those routes, this is what I encourage you to do. And this is what I've been doing. Sit down and write out this fear. Take some time, close your eyes, and imagine this fear being another human being that you're going to have a conversation with. Why are you afraid? Tell me what is bothering you. Tell me, tell me why you are so scared about what is to happen or this thing. Tell, give me every detail of why you're afraid. Tell me what the worst case scenario and the best case scenario is going to be. And then tell me what the most probable situation or outcome is going to be. Are you afraid because we're stepping out of our comfort zone? Because we're taking a risk or we're taking a chance? Are you afraid because of what people think about you? Or because of something that is triggering you? that really affects you, whether it's your insecurities or the way you view yourself or any form of of trauma that you've had. Are you protecting me because you're afraid right now? After you do this and you open yourself up to have these conversations with yourself, you also need to give yourself time to process and to think about these things. You need to give yourself space to hold space for yourself and to feel those feelings. You can fucking cry. You can yell. You can call your boyfriend and have a full-blown just yelling session. Maybe don't do that to your poor boyfriend but or your partner, but you can give yourself space. And I want you to hold space for yourself because ultimately, if we start leaning into our fear, we start leaning into our anxiety and we start treating our ego like our best friend or like that little girl or like that inner child. We start having empathy and we start seeing from this point of view. We start seeing and understanding that this fear isn't our enemy. It's something that's protecting us and asking us to really evaluate what we're about to do because it's important. It's so important. It's causing us anxiety. So. The next step in all of this is not only to give yourself time and space, but allow yourself to feel and to move through it. Now, when I say moving through it, 
that means it doesn't mean like an hour or like a few minutes. It can mean days. It can mean crying. It can mean breaking down. It can mean, you know, calling your best friend and asking them to hold space for you while you just talk this out because you verbally need to speak it. You need to give yourself enough time to process this fear. And I think again, like, you know, as entrepreneurs, we've been cultivated to be such hustlers and to fucking go after it and have no fear and have no fucking emotion in business and blah, 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 that we're constantly belittled into thinking that like, we, we just got to make moves. Like there's no time to process. There's no time to move through things. And quite honestly, the more and more that I do this, the more and more I'm finding myself more successful in my decision-making, in my scalability, in who I hire, in who I bring on or work with. There's, there's so much to be said about honoring your own self and how you feel and the fear that you do feel. But the thing is, is that fear is not this bad thing. It's not our enemy and neither are our brains. I've gone through so many years thinking like my mind is my enemy you know, and that I can never rest. I can never, you know, calm down because my mind's just constantly attacking me. And that's not the case. It's screaming at me to fucking listen and slow down because it has something to share with me. And this internal warfare, I know sounds kind of crazy, but this is something that, you know, I deal with and that I've dealt with and something that I want to help you guys from my own perspective. But through all of this, the main thing is to sit with it and move through it and to give yourself that time to really evaluate what's going on. Because ultimately too, again, when you break this down, when you sit with it, you're going to give your mind this ability to rest because you've processed it. You've had conversations. You're not avoiding it. You're not overthinking it. You're actually giving yourself enough time to Move through it so that when you go to lay your head down at night, you can sleep and you can rest. Or when you go to take some time off, you're not avoiding by scrolling TikTok. You're able to sit down and sit in quiet and meditate and actually give yourself this time and this rest. It's kind of like doing the like doing all the hard work before like you get to go on the vacation. And sometimes that's what we have to do. This is not easy work, learning ourselves, learning the way our brains work, but it's healing. The next thing after you do, once you give yourself time and you allow yourself to break down and to really process everything is I want you, I want you to also, I'm going to say what I do, because I don't know if you guys are in the same place as me. Obviously not everyone's in the same place as me, but this is what I do. Once I do this, once I cry, once I break down, once I have these moments of just, you know, feeling all of it, I forgive myself. And that's not easy. But if I, if I view, again, if I humanize these aspects of myself that I don't like, my fear, my forgetfulness, all my insecurities, I'm able to, I'm able to see them as things that I'm able to empathize with them. Kind of like how you would empathize with someone that you love, whether it's your best friend or your partner or your children. And I forgive myself. And I say, it's cool. Like this is really hard stuff. And like, you're fucking scared. Like 
it's hard. It's hard being you, Winnie, I guess, and making all these decisions. But you can do it. I know you can. And I'm going to forgive you for you thinking that it's not okay to cry. And I'm going to forgive you for thinking that you have to beat up on yourself because you're scared. And I'm going to forgive you because honestly, your mind's doing the right thing. And I want to tell you that I love you and that I'm so grateful that you're bringing this fear and this anxiety to me because I want you to know that I'm hearing it and I'm feeling it and it's seen and it's acknowledged and I'm going to process it. And ultimately, I thank you for giving me this fear because I know in the end, you're just wanting to protect me. Even if it hurts me. This is one of the biggest parts of this whole conversation. It's also learning how to love and forgive and to not attack yourself for when you're going through this. Our minds need to have rest and they need to be honored in a sense of like our ego needs to be heard and honored because ultimately it is it is a part of us. I don't know if you guys have ever seen like those little character caricatures of like the heart and the brain and it's like the heart wants what the heart wants or like you know the mind and the heart don't align and sometimes I feel like that's so true. Sometimes I feel like we are constantly fighting with these emotions, these big emotions and you know what our brain is telling us or these different ways that we think or feel about ourselves. And you know, I as I as I continue to move through this and to really heal myself and still work on my own self journey, I'm realizing there's like so many parts of me that I'm so insecure about, but these parts of me are things that have led me to where I am at now. And they're also things that I want to honor because it, it slows me down and it provides me the ability to rest at night if I honor them. So the last thing is that once you've forgiven yourself and like really have this out, I mean, I'm just going to, hopefully there's like tears and shit and you just crack open. But (laughs) after this, I want you to also close your eyes and imagine your favorite place. And I want you to imagine that you're taking this, this insecurity or this ego or this fear, whatever you're working through with you to your favorite place. For me, this is so typical. (laughs) I literally imagine the Corona commercial. I imagine I am on a beach in Mexico. I have a bucket of Coronas with lime. They are cold. And I am taking my mind and my fear and all my insecurities. And I'm going to literally go sit and just imagine myself laying on a beach in Mexico where I have all the time in the world and no one needs anything from me. Now, You guys, I've given you so many like (laughs) practices and learnings in this in this episode. So I want to recap them real quick before we sign off. But before I do that, I just want to let you know that you're doing amazing and that you're doing great and that this is hard work. But that, you know, if if anxiety was an easy thing, none of us would have it. 
if fear was an easy thing, no one would talk about it. The biggest thing here is to acknowledge that you need to give yourself mental rest, not just physical rest, but mental rest. So let's talk about some things that we, that originally that I have worked through and some practices. Number one, opening yourself up to intrusive thoughts during meditation and being okay with it. Allow yourself to write them down. Forgive yourself during that time. The second thing is mental mind dumps, whether it's on your notes in your phone or your journal, write down everything that you're feeling that morning or that night before you go to bed, write it all down. Third is being aware and allowing yourself to move through those things from those mental mind dumps that are bothering you. If it's fear, it's a big decision, if it's an insecurity or something someone said to you, giving yourself time to hold space and to have a conversation with yourself, you know, about why this is bothering you. Humanize it. Take some time to really have a conversation there. Fourth thing is allowing yourself to break or have someone hold space for you. Whether you cry, whether you move through it, whether you feel all those big emotions or you don't really feel much at all, give yourself a moment to feel through it and acknowledge it. I think we're on number six. (laughs) I'm losing count, guys. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Okay, well, the next one is to forgive yourself. Be gentle, be kind. Tell yourself what you would tell your best friend in that moment or your child or your loved one. Last but not least, imagine you're going to your favorite place with all these things that you just moved through and you're going to rest and you get to rest. And today, those things that you processed and you moved through, they get to rest because you've done the work. You have done that work, girl. You fucking cried. You laid it out. You had conversations. Uh, you did it. So now you get to rest. You guys, thank you so much for listening to another solo episode of Under the Influence podcast. And I love you guys so much. And I would love to hear your feedback on how this works for you or if this resonated for you in any way. Make sure to follow us at under the influence.pod. You guys can follow along on my personal journey just at Whitney Eckes. If you'd like to learn more about the businesses, you can visit it at Eckes Marketing or at Get Super S-U-P-R. Thanks so much. And thanks for going under the influence with me. 